Welcome back to 88.8 WTAC, The Alchemist Club, home of smooth jazz hits from yesterday, today, and the future. I'm DJ Joe, your host for these classy tunes. We have some very special guests with us on the air today. Why don't you cool cats introduce yourselves? Uh, this is Daniel playing uh, MC Ched. This is uh, at the news desk, K-Hall. Uh, I'm Zach and I play Fall Rock at the weather station. And yes, I stole that from Tari Jux, because Lord knows he just predicts storms all day. <laughs> and I'm Matt, playing Leyland at the sports desk, because, of course. Yep. I'm Waffle, and I play country music sensation Slicks Lightning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, that's much better. I'm glad I took the... Yeah. I'm really glad I took the weather station from you. Who, who wants to give us a little recap of what happened last time? Some low-down cowpoke tried to uh, drop a snazzer on us, and we, uh... Hang on. I, I can't no. do that. I'm not gonna... Back up. What's a <laughs> well, snazzer? I, got... I don't I know. Some... You lost me after, like, the third word there. <laughs> so, uh, let's just say that current uh, weather forecasts have the prediction that there's a 100% chance of Saskia's dead body dropping through the center of the world. That's fair, yeah. Yeah, yeah I... <laughs> Uh, current uh, location forecast is it's dark. It's going to remain dark because this is a cave full of bones. Thank you, Spicy. Uh, on, on, the you on the edge of the On the edge of the continent. On the edge of the continent, somewhere below the surface. So, yeah, now we're trying to find our way out. And now over to Leyland with sports. <laughs> <laughs> well, I believe the way Saskia died after throwing a bomb in our... Uh, our soccer player, Fall Rock Donkill, did this crazy <laughs> I believe jumping. it was a mallet. Uh, yeah, it was definitely it's more of a baseball thing. We can, I couldn't we remember. I thought, kick, I thought you kicked yeah, it. Yeah, I, I would think It's croquet. been a couple of weeks. No, so. no, no. The, the dice hated my hands, and I presume <laughs> they would have hated my feet. So instead, I had my Warhammer, and, you know, polo. We'll go with polo. Okay. Splendid. And I will remind you that in that brief moment of uh, home run bat time, while you were hitting the bomb with your hammer, and I say bomb, I mean it was Saskia's heart. Yeah, um, some sneaking varmint tried to uh, soliloquy upon these ears. What? Please no. Just stop. <laughs> it's not... I understood that. I hate that I understood that. We're going to have you arrested for crimes against words. This is the language of my people. We're going to send you no, to word jail. No, it's not. I am more country than you am. <laughs> yep. We went there. All right. Get my ranch tooth out. Full on accent. Let's go. Can we just, can I just be Fall Rock's accent from now on? No. <laughs> so you guys find yourself overlooking the edge of the continent in a cavern full of bones. What do you do? I, I tell you what I don't do, and it's blink. <laughs> Fair enough. Wait, do you mean in this particular situation, or ever? Ever. Fair enough. Well, he, you don't need to. Your eyes yeah. are, like, always Self-moistening. Yeah. That's, what I'm do we do now, boys? I'm going to fly out the exit and see where exactly the surface is. It's up. Okay. <laughs> How far it is. In um, it's probably about... A hundred foot or so climb. 
I don't think. Yeah, I don't think we're gonna do a rope. Is it a sheer cliff face? Nah, Is it's it super rocky. Of... Like you'd be really easy to find handholds. And I hook two fingers under my suspenders. I said, "Well, knock me down and steal my teeth." That's no, no. It's, <laughs> well, butter my don't, button. You're not even call me suspenders. a biscuit. You never can tell about a hog eating peaches in the summer. Y'all up for a spot of B lay climbing? How about we call the Teliferous and have it come pick us up? <laughs> I. I like that idea a lot but better. they don't know where we are. <clears throat> well, we can. Um... We'll have to get topside and start firing off flares. Um... Now the real question is, do we know where we are? Mm-mm. And can I can I put that into twenty five words or less? You don't know where you are. No. I would like to go sit on the edge of the world, my feet dangling over into the abyss, as I have done for so many years, as a young boy, as a not a young boy, many steps in between, probably. Anyways, I want to listen and see what the wind speaks of way out here on the edge of the world. Um, and so while everyone else is like talking to Desmond, like, oh, we could triangulate off the stars, I'm just going to close my eyes and listen. Uh, and that is a 17 on my concentration check. You hear a faint roar like a waterfall or a rock slide perhaps that seems to be just sort of background noise comforting uh not super helpful but good to know i'm sort of Um, hoping by this point that someone else has figured out a solution (laughs) we know where we left the teliferous right yes okay and, and in fact, Ched, as you are flying up to the surface, you can you can see it hanging in the sky. It's <laughs> pretty far away, but it's very clearly a large tree suspended in midair. Well, that was, why not Ched just look? Why why not Ched just make some sort of marking to remember where we are and just go and grab it? It'll probably I mean, take him a couple hours. Yeah, we know where. Um... Or, uh, rather, Ivy and Basil know how to fly it, right? We taught them? Did we I them think before we left? I... So I think I gave them, like, a crash course on, like, very simple maneuvers. At... Mostly to Ivy, because Basil can't fly to save his life. Yeah. Um, so I think a little bit, but not, like... I don't think they could do a daring cliffside rescue. You don't think they could just drop the ship lower? I, I don't see how... What what's yeah. so daring about this? Yeah, look, I mean it's got a big patch of ground around the side of it. Look, Chad, what you got to understand is we're talking about some very finicky air currents here on the edge of the continent. You've got well, updrafts coming. Chad's from the been able to fly have... around no problem. <laughs> I have I have literally never flown this thing before. And he's been able to, but he's been able to fly in the void, no no issue. Like so he was I out can, there. Chad's not send, a giant tree. I can send a bird. But what I'm saying is if Chet can fly out there, no issue. Why would something bigger have a problem? It's got more surface area. But it has flown out over the edge before when yes. we went to go meet with the iconoclasts. Yeah, yeah. I'm not worried about, like, the dropping into the void thing again. I'm worried about, like, you get too close to the edge, like, the cliff face here. I don't want to scratch the paint. Well, when we... Wanna... When we get it here, we can stop it at a safe distance, and I can try and fly one of you guys over to the Deliveris if you feather fall or use a fly spell. Don't, yeah, yeah, don't I can we fly. just have fly? I, I can, in fact, um, 
levy a toll upon the wind to okay uh, well how long does that last off. i think it's five minutes um oh. i was gonna say why don't you long. just why don't you just tap all uh mr d on the shoulder there and send him flying over the deliverers but I guess it would take more than five minutes for him to get there. Uh, it lasts but, ten minutes. Uh, why don't Why don't you and fuck it? I'm just gonna fly out of the Teliferous. Uh, I've why you doesn't know, Ched I, and come back down, just come back down to the cave. I tell everybody I see the Teliferous off in the distance. I'm gonna be a few hours, but I'll be back. Do you guys have rations? Do you need water? I can go up to the surface and forage for a bit if you need. I think I can, we're gonna um, be okay. I could eat. Okay. All right. You feeling a little? A yeah. little uh, famish. I could right? eat. Yeah, this is, <laughs> a good time. this is a good time to have a good meal after killing or one of our major uh, enemies. Yeah. Chad, oh, there, there is the a village. I look around for some mushrooms. No, no. There, um, there's like a village situated more or less directly above the cave. Okay, I go to the local Seven uh, Eleven and I pick up um, time, a bag time, of time uh, dehydrated apple chips. Time out. And can, I fly back down to the cave. Can we not just use the fly spell and Ched to ferry people up there? So we just walk to the Teliferous? That's a kind of a high level spell, right? Terrorist? I mean, yeah, it's third level. I still. Okay, so the lightning tank is about like one fourth full so i've got like one good fly in me and then and they all crappy stuff carry us up i mean if you guys want to risk the rope that's fine by me i wouldn't do it myself i can just go get the it. you know what we still have to loot this cave so why don't we just hang out here i'm pretty sure we're just gonna find bones well, yeah, you guys did like explore yeah. pretty much the whole system before you got to the exit. Yeah, there wasn't there wasn't much ah. there. Mm-hmm. Damn you, Saskia, and your lack of worldly possessions. I don't happen to see her floating in the void somewhere, do I? She's she been... just rises up, arms <laughs> yeah. crossed. She's been right behind you the whole time. <laughs> did you think me defeated? <laughs> no, you don't. You don't see her okay. anywhere. Okay. Well. I bring uh, Desmond his apple chips, and I start flying towards the Teliferous. You aren't able to purchase apple chips, because everybody in the village, upon seeing you, like, scatters into their respective dwelling places. Okay, I swipe <laughs> a bag of apple chips, and I bring them down to Desmond, Ooh. and then I fly towards the uh, And then I go, did they have kale chips? <laughs> no. Go to the tree ship, please. Desmond only eats dried seaweed chips. Yeah. I wanted the teriyaki. Do you still have your pickle shrooms? <laughs> Why aren't these cinnamon? Just won't do. How long will it take me to get to the Teliferous, Joe? It will take you roughly three hours to fly all the way to the Teliferous. Oh, boy. All right, I'm going to make the flight. Does the party want to do anything while I'm in transit? I am going to meditate on this ledge literally the whole time. <sighs> Anybody else? I'm going to go do that thing that, you know, you did when you were a kid where you go up to someone and make and make them feel like they, like, are falling out of a chair and just go and, like, <laughs> nuzzle or, you know, shove Tarjux a little bit. But, you know, drag him backwards at the same time. <laughs> He's like, "We do it again! Yeah, it, basically, like, 
There is no. There's basically like no reaction. Just like a slight lurch forward, staring I down mean, into an infinite wanted, void. I have rope. We could basically make like a swing for you just and just like dangle me off the edge. <laughs> yeah, just let you swing in the I void. Mean, shit, why not? If you're offering. <laughs> Move me closer. I want to drink of the void. Oh dear. Um, I mean, we're not doing anything else. Okay. Does any <laughs> Desmond slash Falrock, would you like to do anything while this ludicrousness? I, I trust Leyland's rope work. I can't swing you by myself, though. <laughs> what? I'm not helping. <laughs> Come on, Falrock. I'm going to tell Desmond about the, the talking bomb. Oh, well, yeah. What talking bomb? What talking bomb? <laughs> the thing that I just hit out there that exploded? Talk. Yes, that's what a bomb is. Mm -hmm. Why was it talking? Yeah. I don't know. What did it Presumably because it was heavily enchanted. Home run, like... <laughs> Goal! Uh, it said it was expecting to meet us in person. So presumably, it's, it's whoever was behind Saskia's revival and, I don't know, mechanization? Yeah, I guess. Os ossification? Well, that's worrisome that there's a person above Saskia that we're I now mean, I mean, we, we kind of... That was implied, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. The fact that Starnar Silverforge is with the cult, like, there's no way Saskia would have been at the top ranks and just wandering around with, like, three guys on a palanquin. Well, and the voice did not sound like Steinar, right? No. Yeah, so this wasn't well, Steinar. He's already met us in person, too. Exactly, oh so... Oh, God, this goes all the way to the top. Alabaster Ravenwood. Hey, you you keep saying that like name like we should know who it is. I know okay. you've explained it, but I I, okay, okay, I don't okay. have a frame reference there. Um. So what I'm gonna do is I am going to uh look Fall Rock in the eye, and I get a cold and steely expression, and I perfectly mimic Alabaster Ravenwood's voice, uh, saying probably something like, "You have displeased me for the last time." He does not sound like Emperor okay. Palpatine, no. <laughs> oh, what does he sound like, then? More importantly, does he sound like the guy on the bomb? I've, like, I'm just going to go through my roster of like important voices that I know. And just like, Falrock's going to get a little um, impersonation <coughs> like cavalcade here. Is this while you're swinging? Sure. No, there there will need to be checks for okay. for the ropes. <laughs> okay. All right. So this is happening before then, and it's um, right. Alabaster Ravenwood's voice going, "Yes, tighter, fool." Nope. First of all, that's okay. not what he sounds like. Secondly, that wasn't the voice coming from Saskia's heart. Okay. Well, okay. that's fine. So is he like? Does he have like a really mellow, refined voice? He's like, ah, your death shall serve the Jux Empire. Hmm. I haven't decided what his voice sounds like yet. I'll get back to you on that. Maybe when okay. you actually meet him in person. Yeah. If that I've ever met him happens. <laughs> Leolin might now fail his rope happen. check, and you'll fall off the edge of the world. <laughs> well, I'll still meet him. <laughs> yeah, but that's. The, and you'll the... be like, oh wow, Tarjux's impression was spot on. Yeah. Alright, uh, so I dangle over the edge of the world, everything's fine. Leyland, make a... God, I kind of missed 3.5 and the use rope skill. <laughs> you, could, you, could pull, you could do it anyway, nobody will say anything. I guess this would be sleight of hand? Or maybe... For athletics? No. So is, is this for no, tying no. the rope or holding the rope? This is for setting up a, a swing. 
Okay. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about him. I uh, the, the supporting it at this point. Leland, Desmond's good with rope. Get him over here. Am I? I mean, <laughs> you're a sailor. <laughs> I should get advantage for being a sailor. You're a captain. He I was don't... a captain. He didn't have to do um, any He had people to tie his ropes for him. Excuse me. Nobody is born a captain. Everybody starts as a cabin boy. All right. Desmond was has Desmond worked... ever a cabin boy? Yeah, he's worked every ship that it, every job that exists on a ship. I guarantee it. He's swabbed all the poops. He's <laughs> mizzened all the splanches. <laughs> I am the and we're on a boat to the top. <laughs> and I'm completely on a boat tour. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Good night. <laughs> yes, you can have advantage on your rope making check, Desmond, since you are a sailor. Wait, am I rolling mine first, or is it just him? That's up to you guys. You can fight about that. Do you want to roll go, first? Captain, my captain. Man, I have to go get my dice because we were playing at Kevin's. <laughs> Why would you show up to D and D without your dice? Okay, I did All show right, up. I'll, I showed up IRL. What? What is dice. it? What kind of check are we doing? Sleight of hand. Sleight of hand. Sleight of hand. Oh, dear God, I wouldn't have been able to do that anyway. Bro, I got a nat twenty. So. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> there, we've solved the problem. The dice saved you. Being in my you you produce a full-on facsimile of like a playground swing entirely out of rope. Wow, Leyland, I'm really impressed. Where did you pick this up? Like, oh, you get pretty bored on the tradeway, you know? Because I've seen so... some diagrams in that elvish romance novel that I'm reading, but. Just when I've totally forgotten that exists. You bring oh, it right no. Back no, it will God. never not exist. <laughs> okay. I was making a swing. What you're gonna use the rope for I don't I might not want it back. <laughs> so so I descend over the edge and Leyland just drops me to my death. No, he has, he's secured it to some rocks. Yes. Nobody in I the party is strong enough to support like a full-grown human on a swing. God, I know. Yeah. We're all such nope. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Chad, you arrive at the Teliferos. Oh, boy. Uh, uh, I'm guessing you to... probably, like, land on one of the upper, like, the control room floor level balcony. We remember to disable yes. the bees, right? Mm-hmm. Well, and even then it recognizes us. Oh, okay, yeah. I just... The image of Chad, like, slamming into a force field or... <laughs> Landing on a balcony and hornets just spilling like out. Like a bird oh, smacking into a window, basically. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's literally what it would be. Uh, so you land on the balcony on the same floor as the bridge, and you can hear Basil and Ivy and a, a dour voice um, sort of discussing what to do, since oh. Basil and Ivy literally watched you guys just vanish into thin air. I did warn them ahead of time that we might die, so... Yeah. No. So, <laughs> you you hear them talking about, like, well, we can't we can't move it. it it's, like, locked down. And oh. We, we can get off the ship, but we wouldn't be very... You know, we wouldn't really have the capability of getting back on. We should probably set them up with, like, a guest pass. What do you do? I go down to the bridge. 
and yeah, inside. But how do you enter with like style? I don't. I don't enter. No, I don't enter with. I just stroll in. <laughs> I'm oh, back. Hey guys, what's up? I'm here to. Yeah. No, he does the. Uh, God, who is that? that I'm, uh... The like politician who walks in like all razzle dazzle. Oh. You know, oh, the, you know oh. the meme I'm talking about. Yes. Yeah. Merkel. Is that Merkel? I don't know. Merkel. God, hang on. Walk meme. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's what comes up, the... so I, I think it is Merkel. Yeah, so I assume that's what Chad does. The angel and Merkel walk onto the bridge. You arrive, you see, uh, yeah, Basil, Ivy, and one Fizzwidge Gamble Goose standing oh. on the bridge. Um, Who? Fizzwidge. Uh, he's one of the iconoclasts. He's the very, like, gloomy yeah. cleric of Sinti. Oh. Okay, so good on them. Like they immediately realized that they needed to bring in outside guns for this. So <laughs> they are yeah. like they were there to pick or clean our corpses. What are you talking about? Yeah. I, also that. Yeah, they would have been like, oh, sweet, Teliferous, thanks. And uh, Fizzwidge is sitting in the captain's seat, and he he appears to be praying. Like his eyes are closed. He's got. God, they really were just gonna steal it. He's yeah. got his hand on his holy symbol, and he is glowing faintly. Okay, so I'm probably about five feet away from the chair right now. I point at him, and I go, "Hey, Fizzy." He opens his eyes, and the glow subsides, and he's like, "Oh, hello." <laughs> All right, I sweep my arm out to the side along with a wing, and I say, "Get out of the chair. I need to drive." He hops out of the captain's seat. I say right. hops. He like slides and then plods. <laughs> Thank you. Plummets. <laughs> it's because the seat was a little wet when he sat down in it. <laughs> Just permanently damp. Yep. Uh, hop on down. <laughs> God damn it, Paul. I plop on down and I assume control of the teliferous. Okay. Yeah. So you, you sit on the seat and... You have Desmond's, like, um, aquarium screensaver. <laughs> you mentally hit enter, and it uh, it asks, like, it. you feel a tingle on your, on your brain, kind of. And it's like, for a moment, it shows Desmond's desktop icon, which is, like, it's a picture of Beatrix, but he, he <laughs> didn't realize that anybody else would be able to see it. <laughs> And then it creates another icon that's like guest account. God. I guess I'd choose the guest account. I'm just thinking of like the Windows XP login sound. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you get yourself set up with the like secondary, second to command pilot uh, system, and you have control of the engines of the Teliferous. Oh boy. Okay. So do the system see, seem okay? Yeah, everything seems fine. There is there is a pending notification of, like, command crew out of range system lockdown. Oh, that's really interesting. Say what? So it can detect whether or not the key fob, in this case Desmond, is, is too close far to start the engine. Okay. That's so super interesting. Does it start? Yeah, you you. Like, it, it asks whether or not you want to lift the lockdown, basically. Yeah. Uh, does the engine turn? Yes. Okay, good. Are all cylinders firing? Yes. 
All systems warp appear nominal. Warp nine. Uh, <laughs> Otherwise known as a brisk walk. Yeah. Uh, to the cave's location. I would like you to make a... Let's call it a performance check. What? Why? Why does it have to be charisma? Uh, you can substitute them. intelligence or wisdom here. Okay, we will make it wisdom. That is a 15. Is this specifically for like using the controls or using Desmond's weird UI? It's a little bit both. of both. <laughs> Ted's never really interacted with any of the systems before. Oh, uh, yeah. So, yeah. Okay, so are, am rest I on control my way? Of, like, you managed to... The desktop's kind of weirdly arranged. You, you put it in a configuration you enjoy more. And <laughs> you are able to successfully pilot the ship back to the side of the continent. Okay, but and, on, on the... You know, on the desktop, where's the recycling bin? Uh, it's just in the corner. Which corner? Top left. Good. All right, we're good to go. <laughs> putter, I putter on towards the cave. And um, Basil and Ivy and Fizzwidget are all attempting to, like, ask you about what happened. Like, <laughs> where did you guys go? Where's, where's everybody else? Why did you disappear all of a sudden? Those are questions that we can answer when we are all together. Um, let's just say that things went a little south, and uh, we ended up in a very uh, bad situation. We were kind of trapped. The rest, of, the rest of us are trapped. We're in a spot basically uh, hanging off the edge of the world, and that's why I need to get there as quickly as possible. Meanwhile, Tarjex is swinging. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I will need another performance check when you reach the edge to see if you can navigate the tree down without, as as Waffle put it, scraping the paint. Can it be a wisdom again? Yes. Okay. I can also just fly up there if you signal me. Uh, well, that's a 10. Uh, you lose a, a couple of, like, of the outermost branches. <laughs> from the canopy but yeah you you're, you're it's going to the, it's the little radar dish on the millennium falcon in the death star <laughs> yeah we'll, we'll buff it out we'll buff it out um, no this is fine it's like now all the fan art will have um teliferous and then battle damage teliferous <laughs> and like you're you're on the internet and you see like um you see some fire and you're like oh man that's a really cool battle damage tree ship I wonder what epic event caused that <laughs> terrible <laughs> scar along the side. It's not even that so I, I want to bring. I basically want to bring the <clears throat> whatever whatever deck is in the canopy. I think because I think that would be easiest for getting people onto the ship. Yeah. So you bring Big the ship basically platform. down so the top is level with the cave entrance. Yes. Yeah. And, yeah, you definitely see Terrajex just, like, swinging out over the void as you go past. Uh, well, you guys have, he... like, an hour or so from from when Ched gets on the Teliferous to when he shows up again? Meditate. By which I mean I'm just, like, limp in this uh, elf hammock. <laughs> just staring down into the nothingness. Anybody else? I'm just screwing around with the rope swing. 
Farak, Blalin. Nope, I I kind of did my thing. So Farak's just stacking skulls. <laughs> what? I'm no. just sitting there impressed with myself, like just thinking. <laughs> last time it didn't work that well. <laughs> Farak has <laughs> managed to construct a a beautiful sculpture of uh, amber out of bones. <laughs> no. <laughs> God no, that's terrifying. It is terrifying. <laughs> yeah, I'm just uh just hanging. Okay, yeah, so you see um the sort of the earth portion of the teliferous descend mm-hmm. past you, then you hear a rustling and loud snapping noise, a few ah. snapping noises, and then the canopy goes past you and then there's the top of a tree in front of the cave. I imagine I'm sort of jolted out of my staring as, like, a branch hits me in the back of the head. You fall (laughs) off and die. (laughs) Ah, well, it's been a good run. Uh, Thank you, everybody. It's been a pleasure being on the Alchemist Club. Um, (laughs) Tune in next week for the appearance of Waffle's new character, Famish the Clown. Oh, (laughs) it's going to be a real treat, and pun intended. Oh, Lord. So, Teliferous is here. I get on the Teliferous. I assume you just, yeah. like, jump off the swing. Yeah. Oh, good I, I step out over the void and onto the ship. Is there an easy branch to just, for us to just, like, walk in on? Yeah, you. It, it's like, um, even if you were to take just, like, a running jump off the top, you would land somewhere in the canopy. <clears throat> okay. I'll hop on the ship. Run jump. There's no way for me to, like, do the regal captain walk into the ship, is there? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm going to have them move the ship a little bit so I can do it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I swing on down to the controls and... Um, so it's probably one of those where I just start walking and then expect... Yeah, yeah. So I swing down to the controls and I settle into my seat and I go, Oh my god, Chet, have you had this in first gear the whole time? <laughs> I didn't know the ship had gears, Terrorjax. <laughs> I had to... I had to take control of the ship having never driven it. Well, this we need to... Well, I can give you lessons, don't worry. Yeah, you're going to give me I, flight lessons, okay. Yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about it. And then I gracefully pivot the entire, like, 300-foot ship so that the balcony swings around just as Desmond is uh, striding off. Yeah, I'll allow it. And he can basically, like, walk right to his seat. Yeah. Miss a step. So, oh, you're on the Teliferous... You are confronted with a concerned Basil and Ivy and an apparently indifferent Fizzwood Gamble Goose. Mr. Gamble Goose, uh, it's Let a pleasure me, to have you aboard Teliferous. Permission granted to board my ship. <laughs> <laughs> we were just here to make sure it didn't fall into the wrong hands. We? Yes, we the iconoclasts. Oh, okay. I thought maybe you were here with somebody else. Is Gloria back. here? Did you say anything about me? Cinti is always with me. So yeah, so been nice to have had a little bit of help from Cinti, but I guess my god's better than your god. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! He turns to you and he's just like, you don't even like your god. <laughs> That's true. He's got you there, Desmond. <laughs> <laughs> That's a touch between me and her. <laughs> like, Damn, in public, Damn, we're fine. You spit it straight. <laughs> One of what relationships were like so uh you want us to like drop you off somewhere or first i would appreciate it if you could explain exactly what happened here <laughs> god i love this voice 
You're welcome. Um, well, Saskia's dead, so... Yeah, welcome. so uh, Saskia showed up. Um, turns out the Teliferous can't really outrun people on foot. Slight design problem. Uh, I was, so... like, DM, DM note here. Saskia was augmented with mecha legs. <laughs> yeah, but it's like... Tireless. Like being slower than things. Yeah. Anyway, so she we found out that she was following us on foot when she ate a bird that Ched sent. Like, just ripped its head right off like a metal concert. Um, anyways. Uh, we fired everything we had at her. And yeah. She didn't I, die. Except for me. I didn't. I didn't partake. So then we got down and decided to finish her off and got teleported to a cave. And we totally would have finished her off if she didn't use dirty tricks again. Well, now we, now we did. We yeah, and, threw, and then we, we hurled her into the void. And she ripped out her heart and it exploded. And it, the heart was like, Ugh, I can't wait to see what you'll do next. Am I, I'm paraphrasing a little bit, right? It's not the right. Yeah, is it normal for heart grenades to talk? <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a beautiful <laughs> sentence. That is the line for like this week's episode description. <laughs> <laughs> So you mean to tell me that Saskia had an exploding heart that talked to you? This whole time. Yeah, that's, exactly. that's what Fallrock says. Exactly. I didn't hear oh, yeah. it because I don't Fallrock's hear voices. the one who heard it. So. so she was falling to her death. She ripped this thing out, said something to it, threw it at us, obviously with ill intent. I hit it with a hammer, and as I hit it, it <laughs> said... Uh, very impressive. I cannot wait. or I look forward to meeting you in person. I hit it with the hammer. It flew off and exploded. This is quite the development. No facial expression change at all. <laughs> of course. We'll have to see what the rest of the group thinks. What do you also, think? It's a little bit concerning that she was able to track us when we have anti-scrying shields. On the Teliferous, as well as these anti-scrying crystals we've been yeah, carrying around? My understanding is that you've been operating out in the Edgelands for some time. Is that right? That's well, true. yeah. We were afraid to go anywhere else. <laughs> <laughs> and it hasn't been particularly cloudy lately, either. Hmm. Much to my dismay. <laughs> oh, you got us there. It did cause quite a stir at the fishing village as well, so maybe someone... At least they knew that we were around that area, so... Yeah. Well, this seems like enough to compile a report for the group. I'll be leaving if you don't need anything else from me. Um, nope. Are you... Is that... Are you teleporting with cleric magic, or is that something we can get? Because it I mean, seems really to supposed me to be able to get on the ship anyway, right? Like, like everyone mm -hmm. except us can teleport. And nah, everybody flew to up. Chafe. He he just shakes his head and he turns to Ivy, who like pats him on the shoulder, and you see a shield kind of envelop him, and then he just steps off a balcony. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Very I, I, briefly, the idea that I hadn't moved the ship back overland. I yeah, I am assuming <laughs> that you brought it back up. Goes. <laughs> gone you, to you've gone. just witnessed the suicide of, of Fizzwidget Gamble Goose. <laughs> I, did, I didn't mean you to. Go, you're a little dude. Did 
didn't mean to insult him when I called him fizzy. <laughs> that was it. That broke him. <laughs> hey, fizzy, get out of the chair. Who hurt you? <laughs> For an hour, he was planning his suicide. <laughs> All right, yeah, so um, he, like, plummets to the earth below, and there's a cool crater. And he does, like, a superhero landing, but he looks really bored. No, he doesn't even do a superhero landing. He just, like, <laughs> lands on his feet and starts walking. I, I look up at the sky, and I'm like, really? You could do that? But what do I get? <laughs> Ivy did that for him. I, Ivy did that. But he was okay. able to teleport here, which right. nearby is it? I mean, it, it well, presumably he the ship, right? Maybe he was here on pretty short notice because it only took us like five minutes to kill Saskia and then an hour for Ched to fly. Well, I, I mean, maybe he was chasing Saskia, but without augmented legs. Oh, maybe, yeah. But hey, uh, good news, everyone. Get here. Well, what happened while we were gone? <laughs> Well, we saw you guys disappear, and mm -hmm. then we spent about ten minutes panicking when the ship started. Like, there were a bunch of unpleasant green lights and a siren that sounded like somebody put a bunch of wasps inside a coconut. Oh, no. Um, and then apparently everything went into lockdown, and then we had to figure out how to get emergency comms back on. And then, so basically, they had their own little episode of Star Trek where, <laughs> yeah. like, the whole bridge crew is trapped on a planet. Oh, I love yeah. that. We need to get more red shirts. They're not red shirts. They're no, the they're science not. officers. Yeah, they're, they're the science yeah, officers. We need the yellow shirts. shirts. We, need, we need red shirts. It depends which, well, which Star Trek you're watching. Blue. Yeah, it does. Red yeah. shirts die, so... Only yeah, we need the red shirts generation. are the expendable crew that every time a ship that something gets blown into the ship, it just yeah, it, that just like ten red shirts die. get vented. Yeah. So you're like, oh yeah. shit. Um, we could swing by like a Juxie in high school and like recruit into <laughs> the military. No, we're not getting we're not getting Star Trek. <laughs> okay, here. but hear me out on this, Juxie and Magical Girls. Oh, I love no. everything about this and oh. I want this. Can we do a one shot that's just like we're playing an episode of a comic book that is about Juxie and Magical Girls because I want that. I'll think about it. <laughs> so Basil and Ivy finished explaining how they were able to get the emergency comms working and they pinged the iconoclasts because they were like the last people you had in the caller ID. <laughs> and the only ones who don't hate us. Yeah, that too. They, they're pretty much the only ones in the caller ID, actually. Is it like a pinecone roll-a-dial? That's what I'm imagining. Yeah, you imagine absolutely. if they just went like, with like the first contact instead, and it's like, hello, Dwarven Mountain Homes. <laughs> Steiner of Silverforge speaking. <laughs> oh, yes, we'll be right over. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's what, that's what they were doing while you guys were teleported away. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. Well... What were we doing before Saskia showed up? It's it's been a while. We're arguing about where to go. That's right. And we <laughs> and we still and have like another twenty five minutes on this episode. So go crazy. <laughs> oh jeez. All right. Um, for magical items, and I got beautiful. Yeah, oh, that reminds me. Um, Desmond, when you resume your rightful place on the in the captain's chair, you have a notification about the forge and the fact that it is done. 
<gasps> what? Dibs on next forge. <laughs> no, I didn't say anything yet. <laughs> hey, Falrock. It mm. says that the uh, there's this there's something messed up with the forge. You need to go reset it. Oh reset. no! <laughs> and he heads down to the forge. Where to, Captain? And sitting sitting in the forge is a shiny pair of um. They're kind of like God. I, I wonder if there's fan art of it. One second. Well, over the comms, you hear me say, Merry Christmas! <laughs> gotcha! Is that, is that a pirate thing? I've, I've never heard that before. So that... it looks kind of like um, like proper gauntlets, but it's more like several pieces of metal connected by chains. Um, okay. And so it's like it's like loose gauntlets, if that makes sense. Okay. Chainmail with like some kind of padding in between. Not exactly. I'm thinking more like a a soul caster from Stormlight, but with instead of like gem pieces, it's actually got metal plates that go over like the finger bones and the back of the hand. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Fancy, fancy. <laughs> not quite. Not quite that <laughs> awful. Uh, anyway, they are. They are inscribed with um, an interesting mix of Dwarven and Elven script, uh, all of which is kind of, you're not sure if it's painted or the metal itself is colored a a kind of fiery red, red red-orange. Couldn't have gotten that kind of work back in in the Dwarven forges, could you? Certainly not. Well then, uh... Next, as Paul Rock kind of just <laughs> he takes just the puts gauntlets. them back in. Paul <laughs> <laughs> right, so. just kind of takes the gauntlets and then just goes to sit down next to the forge with them as he just puts them on and tries to attune a little bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. just meditates with them for a while. Okay, we'll come back to you on that. Okay. Uh, so everybody else, what do I asked Desmond for a heading? Um, ship words. Point us toward a magical item. Okay, do we have... Um, I still have on the recording bottle the map that Basil made us for all the nearby items. And I've been, like... I've been checking them off mentally, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, unless I could do that physically and go in and just, like, futz with the recording. Yeah, you right. probably could. Okay, yeah, so I've been Xing stuff out. Could I put we the have a crossbow pool, yes. into the forge? Is it or is that too big? Um, you could try. But but we could throw in like a tinderbox or my cabbie hat or a fake mustache. You didn't say anything. That's because I haven't been told. <laughs> He's he, so bitter. He asked what everyone else wanted to do, and you just went straight to a heading. Well, yeah, I could, that's... I could throw in my book. You want to put the elven romance novel into yes, the upgrade no. forge? <laughs> oh my god, can you imagine if it turned into a spell book? Well, it just, it I, becomes... It the, turns um, into the Kama Sutras, what it would No, that old, <laughs> that old... It can only cast hold person. <laughs> so in, in 3.5, there was an official source book called The Book of Erotic Fantasy. 
that dealt with exactly the sorts of spells that you are envisioning. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> oh no! No, well, my my input for the forge would be that I have the magical water that I want to turn into a holy symbol. Oh yeah, your bell jar. Yeah, so I don't remember. I might have said something early in the early episodes, but uh, Desmond doesn't have a holy symbol. He never has. Mm-hmm. So him getting a holy symbol is kind of a like a big step there. Well, that's certainly something you could do. It's an option. But it's not high on my prior list. You also, like, you don't have a, any good way of knowing that that's what the forge would, would output. Out. Yeah, that's fair, too. What about Chad? Is there anything you wanted to toss in there? In a bear? The yeah. <laughs> Summon a bear. Yeah, just put a bear in there. Really you'll, get have... a, you'll get a plus one bear out. <laughs> I don't really have a bear. Um, I mean, I, I, I could put my... Uh, what kind of leather am I wearing? I think it's just leather armor. Yeah. We I... talked about this um, during the very bear-centric episodes um, back at the Tomb of Relanthus, but we could try to find you, like, a very large scarf and then just throw the scarf in over and over until it becomes a scarf of protection. And then whenever you wild shape, I can just sort of toss it on top. <laughs> well, I don't have to meld everything with my shape, but I don't... It's... You kind of have to do all or nothing. I'm pretty yeah, yeah. sure when you're, if you're wearing magical items, their effects still apply when you're wild shaped. Oh, really? Oh, that's cool. That'd be sweet, actually. Uh, we can okay. double check that, but that's not, that's not a discussion we need to have right now at this very minute. Yeah. I mean, unless I want to put a scarf in there. We can, we could toss in the recording orb and see if or it a, could capture video. Or a bangle. Afterwards. It can already capture video. Oh, I yeah. thought it was just sound. No, nope. no, no. I so I can create um, gifs, and I can also edit them. Yeah, I've given <laughs> Waffle the power to create Reddit, basically. <laughs> I will use this power only for evil. I was about to say, God only help us. Uh, the nearest magical item is pretty much due north, kind of at the the border of the Edgelands, so to speak, near the Great Wood. Okay. Yeah, let's do it. Put, 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 put. I dial it in and I ramp it up to full thrust, and then the tree ship goes. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing that worries me is surely Saskia was not the only one who knew about our position. Yeah. Like, surely we she wasn't do just have... sent on like a wild goose chase and happened to find us. We do have two more uh, charges of the. Uh... Of yeah. the engine core. You do have unallocated power bars. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because we were fucking around. We and just we upgraded, had, yeah. And then we got the Urkel Circle, and there was a whole big thing. And Desmond, are you going to put that on or not? Farrakhan. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay. I, I, do <laughs> oh, I have it? Right. No, oh, Farrakhan. my God, we stole that in the upgrade forge. All right, do it. Fucking do no, it. It would take, like, a year. Nah. We would never get it back. We'd never get it back. We'd be on like the very last episode of the Alchemist Club. We'd hear like a ding, <laughs> and oh, it would yeah. be exactly what you need to finish off the final boss. Who yeah, has? And that would be rad. But who has the Urkel Circle? Farrakh has the Urkel Circle. Yeah, and he like, this is crazy. Yeah, 
because it's a bad idea. He didn't have it. Yet. He he oh, literally joined us away from Layla's. So um, when I was sleuthing my way around uh, Juxian classified military secrets, did I ever encounter any technology for controlling the weather? No. <laughs> you think that the Urkel Circle is the weather dominator? No, 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 no. This is unrelated to the Urkel Circle. I'm just thinking <laughs> okay. like... Because my okay. issue right now um, is... If, if no one is where the Urkel Circle, Circle, just put it in the ship. <laughs> Hang on. Do we have like a lockbox or like a safe, you know, like that we can put it in? There are like foot lockers ingrown near your your beds, which open. by the way, I don't remember if you guys have been back to your, your bunk room yet since the latest uh, magic item acquisition, but they're not so. bunks anymore. You have like four beds that are kind of, they're almost like hospital oh. cordoned off from each other's like curtains. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. Uh, but yeah, there are, there are foot lockers that go with so those, but I, they're not what I would call secure. He's gonna, yeah. he, it's because he's looking at the... It's because I'm reading that Elvish yeah. book. I can't read Elvish, so it's just like... He's just looking at the pictures. God, there are pictures. <laughs> looking at the pictures, like turning the book upside down. Yeah. And like, I'm like, like is, is that a panther? What What's going on here? <laughs> um, anyway, so as I was saying, uh, Fidge, Fidge Widget... Fidge Widget, Gamble Goose, uh, makes a really good point that we are super obvious when we don't have clouds to hide in. So I was thinking, like, what if there was a way for us to create a cloud around the telephone? Oh, yeah, a slow-moving cloud. Yeah. Just one slow-moving cloud. What looks more suspicious? A flying tree or a cloud? Waffle does have a point there. What about a cloud-shaped tree? I wouldn't be. Imagine that it's in our system somewhere. We just haven't discovered it yet. Yeah, I guess. Actually, now that you mention it, I think that you could probably modify the like sand air mage ritual that you used to create like a localized cloud. It would take time. Yes, that's super. Yes, I'm gonna do that. (laughs) Um, I'm gonna be constant either. Could it? It's not going to be permanent. Like, you'll have to periodically recast it. Yeah. I guess what I'm thinking is I could combine the wind sail ritual that I learned with the fact that I can control the direction of the wind in a 100-foot radius. Like, I have dominion over air to a limited extent. So I could swirl together some uh, cloud and then kind of clump it to us. That's an interesting proposal. Not useful right now, but it's cool for later. I'm just thinking that we are not very stealthy right now, and sort of the whole point of the tree ship was that we were going to be a little more stealthy from now on. I will also say, uh, Desmond, you would know this, that you could you could upgrade the, like, quote-unquote fuel capacity, Yeah, and it would be a substantial improvement with a, a bar or two, and that could potentially enable you to just, like, leave the continent. Well, I mean, we do still have to go find the Vault of the Gods. I still have um, on my recording bottle the interview with the devil. Yes. Which included stuff like um, the location of the city of libraries. Obviously, that was before the hatching, but uh, we could try to do some like crazy cross-reference stuff. And uh, I don't know. A few, those of you who are familiar with Jux would know that 
the Tectologist Guild at the Hall of Mysteries work very hard to keep updated maps maps of known land masses and yeah. their yeah, drift currents. That would of course require you to go back to Jux. That would mean we would get to go back to Jux. Yeah. So it's going to take to you to about half a day to reach this next magic item. Uh, okay. Falrock, after an hour or so, you come to understand these gauntlets. You, I'll, I'll lay it out for you in mechanical terms. What these will do is um, you can spend a key point to convert any melee attack made with your fists to have a range of 30 feet and do fire damage. Okay. Which can then also be modified as per any standard normal unarmed attack that you might make as a monk. Okay. You can also spend three key points to cast Fireball, but that oh. burns out the gauntlet's properties for the day. Got you. So that's in case of emergencies. Use this. So or if Waffle hasn't yeah. been knocked out in a fight yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if by some fucking miracle I survive a, a combat, Farah can just be like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> or if I get possessed by some elder effigy of the storm and i'm like nah the time of man has come to an end and you just be like no. we would never know the difference i mean yeah. you wouldn't <laughs> except like maybe my eyes would glow a little bit more but it would be like you'd need to have some sort of like measurement tool to be like oh that's 15 lumens brighter yeah chad anything in particular you wish to do during the transit time nope Leyland? what are we putting in the upgrade forge if we're not putting the Urkel Circle in, the Urkel Circle needs to go into the tree so we can upgrade the the speed and the distance so we can get to another continent. I thought we... I thought we decided not to put the Urkel Circle into the tree. I know, but it's been a couple of <laughs> Yeah, because the last time we put stuff into the tree, it had adverse effects temporarily, but this is Fae. Yeah. I still think it'd be fun. I think it'd be fun. Well, okay, if we're not going to throw the Urkel Circle in the Upgrade Forge, I've got a laundry list of stupid items to put in there. Um, the D6. Yep. Very fetching. Strong contender. Could be a D8. Could be a bigger D6. We'll never know until we find out. Yeah, it doesn't change anything about it. It just makes it bigger every time. <laughs> okay, but if it also made the screaming louder... <laughs> That would be a wonderful tool. Uh, we could take a tinderbox and throw it in. Not as like a, oh, we're going to do an awesome thing with it, but we can start to gauge exactly what it is this thing does on a slightly shorter rollover basis, because I doubt a tinderbox is going to take as long to upgrade. And we could be like, oh, we learned that it always adds elven runes onto it and stuff. Are there so any runes around the forge that like I haven't read that might give us any other clues to it farrock's been working on translating them yeah i uh, if anybody like would old, know it would be like you can right? you can read the words but it's just magical gibberish to you gotcha like, yeah this is wizard talk i've got an ink pen we could make an endless ink pen that also writes in blue we should probably put a weapon or an armor piece in i've got a yeah. deck of cards we could throw that in and yeah, you'll just get the deck of many things get right the deck out. Deck of many things. Yeah. No. Just, no. 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 Um, I have our shimmer guard cards. I'm I'm actually <gasps> liking Leyland's idea of putting his crossbow in. 
because it's already like a, a stronger than normal crossbow. Like, could you imagine yeah, an upgraded siege crossbow? I've got what a hand. How big is the forge? I've been I have been imagining an upgraded siege crossbow since I gave it to you and told you that you could put upgrade modules on it. <laughs> well, when have we? Where have we been that we've been able to upgrade anything? The I mean, the one time Falrock tried to upgrade his gauntlets, he had to stop that process. Well, so. yeah, but that was unrelated to the gauntlets being upgradable. But we don't stay anywhere long, though. Yeah, right. that's why and we it's... go grab um, Body Knock Shepin and hire him and have his workshop aboard Teliferous. I, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm also going to point out that like anytime we've gone to look for things that would add on to the crossbow, there's been nothing. This was like handcrafted, upgraded. So I think putting it in there to get some magic on it is our best bet of actually getting an upgrade. I've got the recording bottle, but I've also got an old Jux pauldron. Yeah, I, I put my Warhammer in there. That's when crossbow I got the plus Yeah. Yeah, crossbows in there next. Well, I guess we could do the boring thing. I don't think it's going to be boring when it comes out. This this action doesn't increase chaos, so I'm only sort of on board with it. You don't know what it'll do. I don't. Isn't that kind of chaotic? I mean, we've already seen what happens when you throw a weapon in there. That's why I'm saying we should throw in but a this utility was, item. This was his, a he can cast Fireball with his gauntlets. Did anybody expect that? I'm not talking about the gauntlets. I meant the war, uh, the hammer. Right, but that was a basic war hammer that I just picked up because it had Donkill uh, sigils on it. This like, is a larger my, crossbow. My argument is that we deal enough damage, but we lack utility. Like we already could do, we could already put out the DPS, but we don't. We have trouble with. But we don't really have utility items. That simple we can put tasks. In. Mm-hmm. And these weapons, what, what, these weapons are armor. What utility item could we put in? Hootie hootie get booty. That no. Oh. That that's very limited use, and upgrading its limited use would not actually. It's not suddenly going to provide ten armor to everyone or something. Yeah. You don't know. Or teleport us to places if, that have been recorded before. Or what something if it like that. makes the recordings real? <laughs> What, do you really want to just summon a clone of the demon? No, I want to summon a clone of you, Falrock, while you're doing, like, cool Tai Chi kick moves. And then there's two of you. Tai Chi kick moves? Would be moves? cool if we could use it as, like, a distraction. Yeah. To, like, sneak around. Yeah, if it could, like, project holograms instead of having <laughs> to be, like, a puddle in your hand. We record ourselves sneaking around like the Scooby gang. <laughs> just yeah. play it around a corner. Oh, good lord. Yeah, yeah. Um... <laughs> I, I think still think kind we should shows start smaller that we scale, don't. but look, I don't get I don't give them magic items. Also, can we either throw the fucking crystal gun either in the forge, in the engine, or off a cliff or something? <laughs> <laughs> Anything. Or can we throw it in the forge and have it so it uses charisma modifier? <laughs> <laughs> or becomes a crystal <laughs> rifle. Anything. I'm so tired of it just sitting around. It's framed above the mantelpiece. Yes! Yeah, it is. Really been, and I just, you've like, really been thinking about it that much? Yes! Okay. Oh my walks, God, every yes. time he walks by it, he's just I like... I just scornfully. If only I was more dexterous. Exactly! <laughs> if only I could make use of this rad, rapid-fire crystal gun. 
Everyone else is like, no, nah, I don't need it. I can shoot bolts with my mind. Well, not necessarily my mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. with with your volcano, with your implausibly hot mountain stories. Yes, I know. Honestly, I think whatever we put in there, if it's been slightly attuned to us as characters, is going to come out with some kind of interesting benefit to it, like Fall Rocks gauntlets. All right, fine. Throw the crossbow in. Like, does Boom. anyone else have some? Oh, okay. Sure. No, because my my only thing that I would put in is my leather armor, and I don't know what that would do other than make it plus one or give me some kind of shifting bonus. I, I honestly don't know. Was there anything you... special that, about that stick you carried around, Tarjax? Or... Um, this, so this stick is literally a like piece of a broken chair from the initial True Church dungeon that we woke up in, and okay, so, I used so no. Shocking Grasp to make it fulfill the qualities of a witch bolt spell focus. So, yeah. I mean, it's it's been through thick and thin with us. That's notable. But it is literally just a stick that has been hit by lightning. Yep. <laughs> well, then maybe just toss that in, because that is something that you use. I would love to have a wand. It might actually become something. But I don't know take if as Joe long would give me crossbow. a wand, though. <laughs> so there you go. It's, it's something that's useful to us in that we could gauge what this All thing right. does. Yeah, let's throw a random stick in. Okay. I still don't know. I mean, honestly, if it if it does nothing, it won't take long for it to spit out nothing. I don't think. I just I throw it in. Two seconds later, I get hit in the face. Ding. <laughs> now it's got a leaf on it. <laughs> that is truly an upgrade to a stick. Yeah, I guess if word ever gets back to me that the forge has finished, I will go down there, and I'll just chuck the stick in. <laughs> but I, there's a moment where I'm like, I could sleight of hand and throw the d6. No, I mustn't. <laughs> but I could. But I mustn't. Farrakh is right there watching you. <laughs> I, I literally haven't moved. I, I brought you all down because we had something else in here, but like, I'm still just sitting, you know, cross-legged meditative with my gauntlets on, just like talking to you the whole time. And I've, I've, like, wound back for the throw, and I just glance down to my pocket, and I go, What are the components for feather, time. Paul? Um, that is an excellent question. Let is me it a feather? Check. I believe so. It's probably for... one of your feathers, yes. What if I put a, yeah, what if I put a feather in, and it became um, a... This is a why I'm trying to translate. <laughs> <laughs> give, our, give us a bit more to go on, so we're not just randomly shoving things in there, but... I, I see. I think randomly shoving things in, yeah, a small feather or a piece of down. So at some point, I stole one of Ched's feathers. I've actually stolen a lot of Ched's feathers, <laughs> <laughs> just one okay. at a time. Not like not like the you know prime from the nest, and all from like yeah. the same spot on my body. Or <laughs> <laughs> there's just a, a bald patch. <laughs> no, like I my shoulder. I don't steal them while you're sleeping. I steal okay. them after you're done preening. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, you put the stick the in stick. the upgrade forge. It closes, and you see the the runes begin to light up in sequence as they have the past two times. Also, you arrive at your destination. Oh boy! Right. What's outside? Where are we? You are on the edge of the great wood, and underneath you is a small, pleasant-looking cottage that appears from the height that you are flying at to be. Uh, not in use at the moment. Oh man, we're gonna Sus. have to murder some like old elven hermit. 
Or it's going to be haunted. Or he's going to murder us. Or he's going to murder us. Um, let's land so we look like a tree instead it's of actually a... the guy from the heart grenade. <laughs> he's like, oh, so soon. <laughs> Please come in. The tea is ready. <laughs> and now I hope you're ready to play chess for your lives. He pulls out several character sheets and dice. Oh, no! <laughs> um, it's fine, because Tarjux has always wanted to play a character named Flash Lightning. Of course. <laughs> I'm surprised Tarjux didn't just change his name to that. He's a chosen of the storm. Um... <laughs> he wears red. He's got lightning bolts on his yeah. suit. He goes he was, really fast. He was in the Schmuckian military. <laughs> anyway... Yeah, so you land sort of on the yep. edge of the forest. You're, the tr- the Teliferous is still, like, twice as large as any other tree around you. Yeah, but elves are like, oh, a giant tree, that's normal. Yeah. Uh, on closer <laughs> inspection, the cottage appears to have been abandoned for some time. Desmond, ghost check. What do you want me to do? <laughs> I want you to check for ghosts! No, no. Like one of those wow. like metal detectors. I know people for use a on fact the beach, but like that for clerics items. can do a thing where they're like, "Hey, ghosts! If you're in this house, please don't be." What? So do it. <laughs> no. Do you not have turn undead? No. Oh. I mean, you, I that's a default channel divinity feature. Nope, that's not what my channel divinities do anymore. They they restore my spell slots. I mean, you have so you have both options. Any- is there anything odd about this cottage? Is like the foliage around it dead or No, it just looks like some a cottage that nobody's lived in for a long time. No skulls sitting in the windows clacking. Wait, oh, I like... forgot to mention the cottage is made entirely out of skulls. Oh well yeah, I mean No, there aren't any I don't skulls. Judge, um, this, was this, old, this was Saskia's house. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, her first home. Her, so her winter, her winter home. So. Saskia's dad comes out and is like baking a cake. He's like, oh, is my little sunshine home? And we're like, We'll be leaving now. Uh, okay, well, I'm going to go in the spooky haunted house if no one stops me. Yeah, I'll go. Right behind him. <laughs> if I get possessed, the safe word is butterscotch. <laughs> You enter the cottage, and it appears to be. At one time, it was it was very like posh. There were whoever was living here uh, was living well. Um, mm. A lot of the furniture appears to be well made, if in a state of serious disrepair. Uh, even the cobwebs look fairly fancy. <laughs> They've got like little jewels. Uh, but yeah, there's there's like a sitting room. You can see there's a little kitchen. Um, there's a, a bedroom off, you can see through a doorway. It's like a very posh one-bedroom apartment okay. in cottage so form. So it is justified then? No no bodies or anything? No bones? Not that you can see. Okay, has Hello? anyone's magical item detector going off? Like You need a wheelbarrow for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I've already got Desmond in the wheelbarrow. Um, All right. It doesn't really uh... fit through the door very well. <laughs> No, no, it doesn't. So I just kind of cram it up an angle. Oh, um, it'll also work if you're carrying me. Like piggyback. Wet. Well, I mean, figure it out. I mean, no, I have given Desmond a piggyback ride before. So you don't you have one of those water Janazi Bjorns? (laughs) 
Uh, I put Desmond up on my shoulders and I stride forward confidently into the cottage, but I'm very tall, so he bangs his head like above the door frame. Clunk. How, how big a ping were we getting off of this magical item? Like medium. Okay. I cast detect magic. But maybe this plus the crystal gun would be enough. You get a very. So there are kind of two magical fields that are overlapping here. One of them is something you're unfamiliar with, and the other one appears to be a fairly strong divination aura. We are carrying our anti-scry pendants, correct? I assume so. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Just making sure that everyone wasn't going to like chicken out and be like, ah, what if it becomes poisonous? <laughs> Anyways, um... I start moving around, hot, cold. You'll probably need to make investigation checks. Ah, making me roll dice? I know. What is this? Dungeons and Dragons. Dungeons and Dragons? Uh, that is going to be a 17 on investigation. Okay, after... I've, I've got a pipe and a detective hat. Which you put on Desmond. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've got, a, I've got like the bowler hat, so I'm obviously Watson. Of course. <laughs> so after about 20 minutes of just like rummaging through old possessions and like like a, sh a bunch of shoes and there's like shirts and ties in the closet and all that jazz, um, you come across a, a small book that was like strewn on a chair in one corner of the room. And this I appears... I chose Brian Swell. We've done it. This appears to be the source of the divination aura. Ah. Don't read it. Well, we can't <laughs> read it because it'll it's a scroll. No, okay, so it's a book called um, Everybody Poops, except it uses divination magic to just show you people pooping. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is not what it is. <laughs> I hate you for making me think that. That's hilarious. <laughs> Is there a picture on the cover? Nope. <laughs> Is there, there a, a title on the, on the spine? Uh, nope. It's just a like a raggedy old book that nobody's picked up in probably a, a couple decades. I put my hand on it. You die instantly. Well, you know, I had a good run. No, it's... Famish the Clown, <laughs> welcome to the party! Honk honk, everybody! <laughs> nothing, nothing happens when you put your hand on it. Okay. Lame. Um, well, I don't want to read this. But I will if I have to. What does the cover say? It doesn't. Nothing. It's no. like, I assume it's just like wrapped in leather or whatever. So what's, in, what's in the table of contents? I open to the very first page. The very first page contains writing in... I, do you speak Sylvan? <laughs> Not even a little bit. Uh, In a huh. script you don't recognize. I do speak primordial. No. <laughs> um, so I've been, I mean, I've been skimming Elven Smut for quite a while now. Do I pick up any, like, terms? Like, do I see <laughs> the, the word that I'm pretty sure is the Elven equivalent of lush? <laughs> no. It's you, written you in Sylvan, not Elven. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I... I say that they aren't the same. Piercing orbs. <laughs> Uh, Leyland, I need you to come read this. 
I don't think I know Sylvan either. Um, but you're an elf. I know it's Sylvan. not Elvish. It's not. It's not that they're not the same. Elvish isn't. Hello, Sylvan? Druid. Oh yeah. yeah, Chad, come over here. Get your beacon on this. Yeah. Okay. I saunter on over. Okay. Um, Get this in your craw. Yeah. What do I see with my bird eyes? On the very first page, you see it appears to be a list, and it appears to be a list of. Well, the first entry is. Um, oh, it's, there... is it Paula Deed's cookbook? <laughs> no, that wouldn't ingredient be written one, in Sylvan. Butter. Paula Deen is not. Ingredient two, also butter. <laughs> are we are we fighting uh, some kind of uh, cookmancer, chefmancer, no. a batter witch? The the first entry has a date that is a culinomancer. Several decades prior to the current date. And it says, uh, Lord of Fallen Leaves. Uh, there's a <gasps> list of names that are listed as uh, attendees. And there are several notes about interactions between uh, these people of note. Oh, Lord uh, of and it is, it is listed as a ball. Okay. The second entry has another date that is about a month after the first one. And it's... Um, Queen of Spiders, formal dinner, and then oh, a list phew. of attendees, notable interactions. And skimming through the first page, that seems to be the purpose of this book is chronicling uh, social engagements. And... Yeah. yeah. These Fae people are leaving shit for us to find on purpose. I don't think this is Fae because Queen of Spiders is not a Fae no. title. Isn't it? Yeah, oh. but Lord of Fallen Leaves, is it? I don't know. I think that could just be Elven trying to be Fey. But why do you keep construing like we we've talked about this before? Fey are like so far removed from elves. I yeah. don't know. Lord of Fallen Leaves sounds like something that uh, Kalanon Alderan would call it. Lady Blossom, <laughs> dude, come on! All right, so. Let's suppose for a moment that this is Fey in origin. What's it doing here? We're gonna walk outside, and it's gonna be the the you know Lady Blossom's place. Interesting theory. Um, let's all turn around and face the door dramatically in a very slow manner, <laughs> all at once. All right, one, two. De Desmond on three, not yet. One, two, three. I stand oh? still. And I turn around dramatically, <laughs> but the camera is like focused on my eye. Oh, are we gonna schmuck I, bait? I, I can't quit giggling. It's a problem. Staring <laughs> at the lens. There's nothing there. Okay. I I like. All right. Player knowledge. I'd like to point out. I just looked up teleport. It's conjuration, not divination magic. We're in the whole wrong school of magic here. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. Divination is like looking at stuff. Chad that's exploring that's that. why my everybody poops joke was so good. <laughs> <laughs> to our players at home, you can definitely put that in your games. Um, if it, if you want, uh, this month's Patreon reward is I will make a stat block for the everybody poops manual. <laughs> <laughs> okay. One of these days, by the time an episode goes out, we'll actually have a Patreon. And you'll have to make good on all these promises. I will, yeah. 
God, the um, gamer bathwater is going to be really hard to do. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, you have this uh, social planner. It's interesting that it has divination magic. I, I bet think. you it figures out who's actually free and who's going to show up. Oh, interesting. And like who's yeah. going to skip and say they were busy when they weren't. It records, it records it's like them an automatically. auto RSVP. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. It's it's meant to surveil a party or a house. Yeah. I I flip deeper into the book. Is it just more of the same? Yeah. It appears to, to be last... an entire manual full of social engagements. Well, this would be cool for blackmail, but I go to the very last entry. Uh, the very last entry lists a party that took place about two weeks ago it was hosted by the lady of briars yeah okay all right wait a yeah wait yeah a yeah second. so this this book was here even though no one has occupied this cottage for decades that Tell appears you. to be the case oh your first to find that the book is, itself. That's what I. That's what I was getting at. But is, or is the, was the, the book, book old? Auto Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Exactly. The book did appear to be like uh, congruent with the age of the cottage. So okay. what we could do is we could hang on to this for a week, and yes. if it and continues see if there's to any write, updates, yeah. yeah. Spy on the Fae. <laughs> what a tremendous I, idea! I yeah, gonna fucking, fucking not turn gonna the come back and hurt us in any way. All right, I pocket the face by book. You don't have it. Chet has it. Oh, damn it. I do have it. I pocket the book. I was about to say, he's the only one who could read it, so. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, well, we didn't get any fuel for the ship, but we got an interesting... Wait, I thought there were... Weren't there two Oh, that's right. Though? Yeah. There was another magical aura that Desmond did not recognize. Well, that sounds like exactly the sort of thing we want to throw in the engine. Desmond, seek it. I cast Detect Magic again, it's sort of pervasive over the whole cottage. All right, we got to throw the whole thing in like a wood chipper. Uh, by which I mean you you get the impression that it's just sort of lingering leftover magic from whoever occupied this place. So a fae lived here. Probably. Because that was also the description of the Urkel Circle, was a type of magic you couldn't recognize. Or a very magical elf. <laughs> oh my god, No! <laughs> Um, so we probably shouldn't, like, pry up the floorboards and throw them in. That seems no. like it would take a while. And uh, my worry is that this might be, like, a fae. Yeah, wh whoever left Perhaps, might still like, be... Uh, comes back and just, just like, destroyed his house. Yeah, it's been 20 no years, but fear. that's not exactly a long time for fae. Yeah. And leave. as we learned from Kalanon, apparently a... A thing can be like an elvish, elvish heritage site, and they could just not show up for like weeks and weeks and weeks and months, and it's still a heritage site. Bah. We could just blow uh, the cottage up. <laughs> we could just put the book down and leave it be. I do have shatter. Wait, why leave the book? Because if they come back for it and it's gone, it's going to make people mad. Also, this thing isn't even supposed to be... Isn't even going to be enough to power one bar of the engine, is it? Yeah, it's going to be like half. But like, Falrock, there's an old saying that uh, Desmond taught me, and it's any port in a storm. Sometimes it's not the best alcohol, but you still drink it. Any port. It doesn't matter if it's like high quality or like bottom shelf <laughs> stuff. Any port. 
If they hate you drink? so much. What does... I mean, porter? No, port <laughs> is a type of, like, strong wine. Oh, port yeah. wine. Okay. We, and use, I it just, for, I we use it for cranberries at Thanksgiving. <laughs> you put in... It's good. Forksgiving. Okay, are you... Oh. <laughs> let me, uh, we need to wrap, wrap up this recording. So are you yeah, yeah. taking the book or not? I vote take it. I say yay. I think we should take it. All right. Okay. Either to spy or feed to the ship. Three, three, I feel two. like feeding it to the ship is the better of the two options. Because then we can test if Fey and Magic actually messes not, with the ship. Well, it's not emitting Fey Magic because we can we can tell what. Oh smooth, yeah, we can tell right? what it is. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah that's divination. We would have to tear apart the cottage and throw that in. <laughs> yeah, that's probably just saturated with whatever powerful piece of shit was living here before. Yeah, it's so. like we attach like a really big vacuum to the. <laughs> oh to my the god, tree that's ship the upgrade that goes we need. all. Of, yeah, that goes. You know. Just like pulls out, like yeah, like directly tubes. into the reactor because that's yes. historically an excellent idea. <laughs> okay, but now our ship has an obvious weak point, which means it's immune to damage anywhere else. <laughs> they have to wait until it goes into the uh, sucking up animation in order to throw their attacks. <laughs> okay, <laughs> and then we just it's gone back. from it's gone from suck to blow. <laughs> <laughs> you take the book. And you return yes. to the Teliferous, and that is where we are going to stop for now. So, thank you for joining us for another exciting question mark episode of the Alchemist Club. If you wish to get in touch with us, you can do so at thealchemistclub88 at gmail.com or thealchemistsclub88 at gmail.com. We are available on Podbean, Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Podcasts. Uh, please give us a listen, leave us a, a nice friendly review, or a not friendly one. If you have questions or complaints, we would love to have any feedback whatsoever. Please, please God, tell us if we're good. <laughs> um, you can reach us on Twitter at alchemist underscore club. Joining me today, we had... Uh, Daniel playing Chad, who flew the Tillifers for the first time. Okay, y'all. Playing Desmond the... Uh huh. The what? We're, yeah, now we're just gonna leave it there. Yeah. Right. Uh, I'm Fall Rock, played by Zach, and I finally got my gauntlets. I'm Matt, and I play Leolin, who's gonna start a, a swing business after this is all said and done. <laughs> I'm Waffle, and I play street hip hop sensation Lizzie Dizzle. Thanks for joining us. What? Lizzie it's Dizzle? A, it's a what? Point. It's a bookend. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> Look, my, my arcs are vast and my jokes labyrinthine. <laughs> oh. <laughs>